0: Hello, and welcome to Make It Clear, a conversational podcast about all things related to water and wastewater. I'm your host, Angela Bounds, and I'm joined by my co-host, Sean Rapp. In each episode, we'll tackle a relevant topic with facts and expert opinions and make things clear. Hello, and welcome back. This is the third part of the series where Sean and I are running through our homeowner's do's and don'ts. So as we've talked about in previous episodes, some of this stuff we've covered in other podcasts, but it's all important stuff to talk about. So as long as as long as these things keep happening, we're going to keep talking about them. Joining me today, as always, is Sean. Hi, Sean. Hello. Good to be back. All right. So today we're focusing on. The do's and don'ts for the outside of your house, and what what you shouldn't shouldn't do when it comes to the outside, right? So we've talked about we've talked about the inside, we've talked about what not to put down your drain, maintenance inside the house. Now we're gonna talk about outside.
1: Mm-hmm. And probably so, a good caveat to this would be to say that a lot of this stuff probably doesn't apply too often to homeowners, but it's very good to know this information because it may come in handy at some point. So
0: right. So, first and foremost, do not ever, ever, ever enter your tank.
1: I think you need a couple more EVERs after that. I
0: think so. (laughs) It's like ever, period, ever, period, ever, period. Don't get in your tank.
1: No. It's probably the most dangerous thing you can do in a septic system.
0: Yes. So, there are gases in there that are. Toxic. There's a reason why anybody who does get in a tank has to have confined space training. And the conditions have to be just right.
1: Yep. You have to have special equipment too.
0: Yes. You have to have special equipment. You have to do a number of things prior to ever, ever entering a tank. Never full. So stay out of your tank. Call right. a professional and stay out of your tank.
1: That kind of brings us to the second part of that. Yeah. And yeah. make sure your tank lid or the access lids to your tank are always secured.
0: Always. They come with four bolts. Ours come with bolts. Other manufacturers come with bolts. Mm-hmm. Quite honestly, I don't care whose lid you have on that tank. Nope. Well, I do, but I don't. Right. <laughs> right secure it Mm -hmm. secure that lid the last thing that you want as we have talked about before but this is probably probably this is the one that i will sing from the rooftops until until i stop reading articles about people falling into tanks yeah that opening is typically 24 inches in diameter so anything that is 24 inches in diameter, if you don't secure your tank lid, could fall in. Mm-hmm. So yep. small humans, animals, secure your lid. It's, yep. the safe, it's the safest and simplest thing you can do.
1: It, it takes literally 30 seconds to look at your lid and make sure the bolts are on there and secure. Make sure your lid's not damaged you notice anything Mm -hmm. that's irregular about the lid, call your service provider.
0: Yeah. You know, keep people away from it. Right. Just check it. Even after a service, you know, people are imperfect. Just check it. I don't have lid at my house. I, I live in the city. But my dad does. And every time I'm out there, I'm walking around and making sure that his bolts are in. Yeah. Not because I don't trust him or the people that are servicing a system. I do, but I'm not willing to take the risk that somebody got a phone call Mm -hmm. in the middle of it. Secure your tank lid. Yep. Make sure it is secured.
1: Yeah. If you don't listen to any other piece of advice from this particular podcast, that is the one you definitely want to listen to.
0: Yeah. Did we say it enough times? You know, we could say it again, but uh-huh. I don't think we need to, I, right? At this point, I, so. I, I will secure your lid. Okay, there you go. Okay, <laughs> there you have it. All right. Next is don't dig without knowing the location of your wastewater system. Yep. So, so very similar to, aren't there? A, there are a lot of campaigns out there. Know before you dig, mm-hmm. where they talk about having someone from the the gas company or the water company come out and mark where your water and gas lines are so that you don't hit them. Same type of thing. Know where you're digging. Yep. I, I just had someone relaying a story of uh, pipes breaking and the sewage backing into her parents' house. She was nine years old and vividly, can Mm -hmm. still describe it in her 30s. So, you don't want that to happen to you.
1: No. I think (laughs) there are some installers, and I would count these among the more conscientious installers who lay a Mm -hmm. toning wire next to the pipe when they lay pipe down Mm -hmm. before they bury it. That way, if somebody needs to find the pipe, they can.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: that may be an option if if you're looking for the pipe that's on the ground. You may be able to locate it that way. But In the very least, try to figure out where the pipe is located, where your drain field's located, where your tank is located, Mm -hmm. so that you're not digging up parts of your system, because that can get costly.
0: Right. So, the same thing goes for installing permanent outdoor structures. Yeah. So, before you install, I had another friend who one time called me because they were starting to have sewage back into their house. and they went to locate their septic tank and found that it was halfway under the patio. Yeah. So not ideal. Someone, yeah, no. someone had built a, a concrete laid concrete on a patio and the side they needed to get into was under the concrete. Mm-hmm. So know before you know where your septic tank where your wastewater system is located before you do anything like that. Yep. All right. Do not drive over your tank or any other buried components in your system. hmm So. You yep.
1: can do a lot of damage.
0: You can do a lot of damage. They're not traffic rated. No. They're strong, but they're not traffic rated.
1: No. I remember getting a phone call from a homeowner who said he needed to replace his lid because The previous owner of the property had parked his boat on top of it, and the wheel from the boat trailer was on top of the lid. And Mm. so when they moved that and moved out, the lid had been basically damaged enough that it was not usable. Right. Right. So, yeah. Not not meant for that kind of thing. It doesn't mean you can't stand on the lid, can't walk on the lid, as long as
0: it's secured. As long as it's secured and intact so Mm -hmm. if it has a chip in it if it is damaged in any way it needs to be replaced Mm -hmm. just like anything else in your house if you break a window even if you have multiple windows on your front door right if you break one of them you replace it Mm -hmm. so same thing goes if your faucet gets broken you replace it. If your lid gets broken, replace it.
1: Right. We just had a story shared with us in one of our previous episodes recently about some folks who were doing some work on their property and they ran over their drain field with a tractor. And mm-hmm. I, this this advice goes not just for the septic tank lid, but for all the components in your system. Right. You don't want to do that because you can damage the, your system. They ended up having to repair a lot of their drain field because they had damaged the pipe in the ground.
0: Yeah. We're, we There's easily avoidable. Yeah. There's a place out here that they, they have a community drain field or a community area for a drain field. I think Jeff was talking about it in one of our podcasts and they, they were hay in the field, the yeah. tractor and you could see we're in one part of the field. It didn't damage everything. They're super lucky, but they ran over one spot in just the right way, and you could see where it was starting to pond. Mm -hmm. So, you don't want to have to dig that up. No. You don't want to have to replace it.
1: No. Again, that just gets to be expensive, and you can avoid that. Right.
0: All right. Do not dump RV waste into your wastewater stream.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. I've seen that happen before too.
0: Yeah, so have I. I don't think people really realize what goes into RV waste.
1: No, and I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that a lot of people don't know what's in the chemicals that are in the
0: holding tank. Right. Mhm. And you know, the tanks on RVs are not big, no. so they have a lot of chemicals in them, so the odors and stuff mm-hmm. are kept at bay. And dumping that into your septic tank Is not a good idea that they have RV dump stations.
1: Mm -hmm. And they're specifically designed for doing just that. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Those chemicals in the holding tanks can upset the biology in your septic tank for Mm -hmm. quite a while. Yeah. So that's something you want to avoid. And that could lead to having to have your tank pumped prematurely, which leads to extra expense as well. So it's just a good practice not to do that.
0: Yeah. All right. And last, on our outside do's and don'ts, don't connect your rain gutters or storm drains Mm -hmm. to your wastewater system. You will absolutely overload the system. Yep. You will cause an increase in water, which will dilute and cause the system to basically work overtime that isn't Mm -hmm. necessary for stormwater
1: and we see it yeah. happen all the time too and it's very unfortunate it's just it's a lack of oversight uh, during construction and yep. somebody trying to shave off a few dollars or trying to cut corners and plumbing it into the wrong pipe mm-hmm. so,
0: it's just unnecessary it puts undue stress on your system just mm-hmm. don't do it
1: yep you end up with a lot of high water alarms during rain events you dil- you dilute yep. your your tank to the point where you shouldn't have to there's just a Mm -hmm. lot of lot of problems that can be caused by that yep causes your system to work over time so
0: yep all right so that's our do's and don'ts for outside all righty we appreciate you guys being here thanks sean as always we want to thank you again for joining us today Before you go, don't forget to subscribe where you listen to podcasts so you're notified when new episodes are posted. Also, you can leave your comments or suggestions through the contact link on our website, www.orenko.com. Until next time, have a great day.